everybody. Welcome to our podcast, Social Workers and Scriptures. Today, we're going to be presenting to you when your rigidity is too much in our series of Balance is His Delight. We are therapists who are Christian. I am Kat Elias. And I'm Susan Camacho. And today's purpose for the podcast is to help those who might be have, a, have trouble dealing with life when it's not in their control. Maybe they have difficulty submitting to God's sovereignty. And really, part of our podcast is addressing vulnerable areas in our mental health that may expose vulnerable areas in our spiritual walk and bringing those things together. So Susan's going to tell you a little bit about what we're not. This is not a substitute for individual psychotherapy to treat underlining conditions. Each person needs assessment on case-by-case basis, therefore not a substitution. If you have a chronic mental health issue, this is not a substitution for personal counseling. Do not go off your meds without medical consultation. If you are having a psychiatric emergency, please go to the nearest ER or dial 911. If you are in crisis, you can contact the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. And lastly, we are not expert theologians, but we believe the Bible is the ultimate authority. We are Christian. We are therapists. We are giving you some of who we are. And so just to to reiterate, our our subject today is when rigidity is too much. And I really think the purpose is getting closer to God, right? So how can rigidity show some sort of vulnerable area in our spiritual walk? And how does somebody know if they're too rigid? Um, How do we, somebody knows that they're too rigid um, when they cannot allow themselves to be not in control. I think that's the line. When you are trying to replace God's sovereignty in your life and you think that you can do a better job than the Lord can. Well, I don't think we always want to admit that, right? Because our society promotes so much of this, this you are your own God type of thing and you're in control of everything. And I don't think, I think that's a really hard thing to admit. But I think it is. I think that's a really a good point of the underlying, what's the underlying belief there? Yes. So how do, isn't being structured a good thing, Kat? Well, yeah. I when think do we know it's a bad thing? I think it's really good, Go a really good thing. I think that um, God is a God, not of confusion, but of peace. He's a God of order. He tells us to have order. So that's a great thing. And, but I think we can also have aspects of ourselves that is just too much. We're just too extreme. And really um, rigid people just have a tough time in life. Um, they have an easy time in life when things are going well, when everything is as they would like it to be. but they have a tough time in life when life throws some curveballs and when um, somebody's not doing what they want to do, what they want them to do, and they have a tough time. And other people have a tough time with them. So structured is a good thing, but going to the extreme or being too much is not a good thing. And I, I really think that since there's an anxiety base to this rigidity, there's a fear. There's a fear. And I really think it exposes, it, we don't like to admit it, but I think there's a lack of faith there in God. And we struggle with that, but it, that's the reality. When we have this anxiety, when we have to over control, there is a sense that, like you say, that, that we're not submitting to God's sovereignty, that he's, he's not going to hold all the pieces together. There's a lack of faith there. So how do you think somebody gets to this place of, because structure is a good thing, but how do they get to this place where they surpass that line and they go into rigidity? Um, like you said, I think sometimes like they get to be that way because they have difficulty in submitting to God. They have fear of the unknown or uncertainty. 
They don't want to admit to some of the vulnerabilities within them. And you're trying to earn like your worth as a person mm. sometimes. A distraction from like stress or painful issues that you're dealing with. Or a belief that you should control your own destiny, especially mm. right now in our culture. It's so yeah, it uh, prevalent that you know, you're self-reliant or mm -hmm. you're in, you're independent. Mm -hmm. Like, and so in that, like sometimes it goes too far. So, and then you have an extra like elated sense of your abilities as well sometimes. So your, your ego might need mm -hmm. a, your ego too a big. checking. <laughs> your ego too big. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I so, think, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I think also, um, people who, who really hold on so tightly to the reins of life, um, I think that there's this big fear that if I let go a little bit, I'm going to completely lose it, right? Like a person who is either perfectionist or just, just so rigid and, and they just have these such strong lines, um, just really fears, fears being out of control. And, and it's not the sense of like, oh, um, I might be out of control a little bit. They really fear, man, life is going to run me over if I don't hold onto the reins here. And then maybe there's also another type of person I was just thinking right now you know, we teach boundaries so much, you know, and then so sometimes we're really concrete in the way that we think. And so we take it too far. You know, we say, oh, I must have boundaries. But then sometimes we don't give any room to emotional, the emotional aspect. We're just so logical. I think, I think you're right. I think that sometimes like we see it in, in like a therapeutic setting all the time that the pendulum swings way too far. Mm -hmm. Like when they learn boundaries, like they're like really literal. Yeah. Like I'm learning I statements as a couple and everything's like, I you statements. did not say I, oh my you gosh. did not say I. <laughs> Just so, <laughs> so you know, we we're not those kind of therapists. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So I feel like the pendulum yeah. swings too much mm -hmm. and it needs to be rebalanced out. Yeah. And so with being overly perfectionistic or overly rigid like you haven't balanced out just quite yet yeah and so cat one of the other like you know talking points that we have so how do we change some of those aspects about ourselves like when we want to de-rigify ourselves and rigify yourself <laughs> <laughs> um well i think one i mean i think you have to acknowledge that that there there is something wrong um, you have to take that to the, to the Lord. And you, and I think one of the things to, to remember and some of the things that can be, it might seem depressing to the world, but I think really to, um, to a believer that, um, none of us is good. Nobody is perfect and neither are you, you know, so it is okay to have imperfections, not to revel in those imperfections, but to take that to God and say, God, help me in this, help me grow. Um, if you don't know what's wrong with you, that's probably what's wrong with you. You know, you, you ask the Lord, shine your light in this darkness. Um, show me where I can improve. Um, if you are having trouble with um, letting go a little bit, ask God to increase your faith. Pray to him, read his word. He's a God of comfort. He can help us with that. And I think, so one of the, and, one of the things that obviously that we believe is that your your thought patterns impact your actions. And so we really, again, need to go back to the Bible that we believe helps to transform and renew our thinking. So I think um, praying, asking for wisdom, asking for discernment, asking for courage, um, asking the Lord to increase your faith, um, I think are always going to be where you're going to want to start. Um, and knowing that living in a perpetual state of submission to God is a Christian Amen. facet, right? Um, 
we should always be and and how comforting is that even though that might seem contrary to the world there's a comfort for us that god is sovereign over everything we don't have to have control over everything that god still loves us and knowing god loves you you know god loves you he cares for you um and that if he allows for it um it's from him and to, to be able to rest in him right um, lastly, I think a couple of things, um, we need to learn about cognitive distortions and learn how do I correct those things? Like, um, when we're really rigid, we, we, we lie in this black and white thinking, right? We lie in this, it's all good or all bad, but no, we we are people that are multifaceted and there are many depths to us. So even if I err in this particular way, that's not all of who I am. So we need to be able to challenge that black or white thinking. Thought stopping is humongous. Um, we are have when you have anxiety, your thoughts are so fast and so much. You're just like this 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 uh, tape recorder. Well, do people even have tapes anymore? I don't know. You're this thing that <laughs> plays over and over, and it's hard to turn off. And not all of those thoughts are beneficial, helpful thoughts. You need to you need to take each thought captive, and you need to say, okay, was this, is there any benefit into me thinking this way? Um, if it if the answer is no, you need to cut that thought off at the pass and you need a thought stopping. It's so simple. It's you tell your brain, stop. You can envision a stop sign, um, a stop sign. You can envision a street light on red, something to signify stop. You need to block that thought every single come, every single time it comes up. If it's not a helpful thought, what do you think might be able to be helpful for somebody who is rigid? How may they unrigify? I think that the thought stopping is really great. Like also like another thought stopping tool that I use with my clients is like the rubber band technique to kind of like flick it. Or No, you put <laughs> it on your wrist and you flick it every time you have to thought stop because some people need the yeah. extra just kind of ting to remind themselves to come out of that like common, we call it ruminating thoughts, but just kind of like yeah. stewing mm -hmm. and brewing in your head. And so in that, it's really helpful to do that. Um, I also implement a lot of like in my group, a lot of sighing and learning to let go, especially if you're a rigid person, just like, <sighs> like, and even if fake it till you make it, that's what oh I always gosh, tell everybody. So, every even if you're, <laughs> <laughs> so even yeah. if you sigh, like, as a fake side, it still is helpful to your body to kind of learn how to relax yeah. and some progressive muscle relaxation yes. too, like tightening your, your fist really, really hard and letting go one finger at a time and learning what your body feels like when it's tense and what it mm -hmm. feels like when it's relaxed. Mm -hmm. All that stuff can help kind of to um, get you out of the thought process, like I need to control, I need to mm -hmm. control, you know? No, the body. calm it down. Yeah. yeah, and you can't be a therapist and not think about visualization techniques. So, you know, the- Visualize your visualization. You know, the biggest one, <laughs> I know, the biggest one that they always say is, oh, imagine yourself in your yeah. pocket place. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But I kind of say, you know, like, imagine kind of like the water and how like the ocean, Relax like, you know, it has the waves and then comes back in. And so kind of all that thing, like all of those kind of thought processes in order to learn how to visualize letting go of something is really super helpful. Um, you know, some grounding techniques, you can't be us and not ask about grounding techniques. Just really learning how to be like tactilely ground. Right now I'm in my chair, oh, maybe I'll grab my, my chair. Not in the future or the past, or my, just right now? 
no, mm-hmm. just mindfulness. The, the mindfulness yeah. techniques. Yeah. Not being, you know, clinicians term depression about being about the past and anxiety being mm-hmm. in the future. So when you're in the right now, in the moment, enjoying the podcast and my friend, Loving it. that's where yeah. I'm at currently. Yeah. I think too, I think <laughs> one, what that can help you do is, is buy time because um, we, you know, when we that anxiety comes up, we want to step in, not to cut it off, like with thought stopping, but we want to, we, we don't want to endure um, that discomfort, but really you need to build up how you build up resiliency is by sitting in that discomfort and, and letting it ride. You don't, you push back any thoughts that are, that are not of God. You discern that. Um, but you have to build up a resistance. You have to build up a, a, a resiliency. And the only way you're going to do that is by, um, not is by just pulling through that. And then it doesn't last and forever. We, we literally, no, you're right. We literally call that distress tolerance. And sometimes you have to sit in the discomfort in order yeah. for you to grow. Like the whole Maslow's hierarchy of need thing is, is that there has to be a certain level of discomfort in order for people mm-hmm. to grow. And so when obviously people don't grow in comfort, you know what I mean? Like if I'd you're like, like to, a though. 40 year old <laughs> failure to launch, like you're, you're yeah. very comfortable at your parents with the pool house <laughs> and everything else. But like, it's out of the discomfort of like need. Sometimes if they push you out, like you grow in that discomfort. Yeah. So, yeah. so what are some, some of, what are some of these things that cat like that? Like if we want it to be like a takeaway, our synopsis version of us, like, what do we want um, our listeners to take away from this podcast? Well, I think that learning how to have your well-being not be dependent upon people, things, situations, everything working out is so freeing. And that's really a Christian facet. Our joy is not dependent upon our circumstances or things or other people. It's dependent upon Christ. It's dependent upon God. And there, that's so freeing. If your well-being is dependent upon people, things, you're, you're just bound to be disappointed. And there's a joy that's in God. There's, there's this, um, this, just, just this joy that is in him that, um, I really want you to, to experience. I think just if I can mention two things that I forgot about, um, two other things that we can do is remind yourself you're doing your best at all times. Remind yourself you're doing your best at all times. Um, lay off some of that pressure, go to Christ with that. Any place that you feel like you're uncomfortable, take that to Christ. And lastly, we talked about asking yourself, would I be this hard on a friend? Would mm-hmm. I be so hard on my friend? Okay, well, talk to yourself that way, right? Ask God to help you with these things. But again, um, when you do these things, when you are in Christ, your well-being will not be dependent upon people, things, or circumstances. Your joy will be full. What is your takeaway? God knows best. So relying on God's sovereignty and whatever it is, no matter how difficult it is, is that don't meddle in God's affairs. Yeah, don't throw one. your hand. <laughs> yeah. Don't try to stick your hands in the oh, Kool-Aid. Wow. Like leave, <laughs> leave it alone. Leave it alone and let God deal with it in a perpetual state of submission. That's what it is. Is like, hey, God knows better than I do. Not me, not my own self-reliance, but I leave it to God because... He is in control of all yeah. things. That's what I want the takeaway to be. And I think about sometimes that God is not only wise, he's the creator of wisdom. Right? Amen. All right. Would you like to pray for us, my dear? I would like to pray for you. Great. <laughs> right, pray for me. <laughs> and all of us. <laughs> yes. Okay. God, please give us the wisdom 
and the knowledge, Lord, to see those areas in ourselves, Lord, even those ugly places that we don't want everybody else to see, Lord. Help us to grow, Lord Jesus, in your word. Help us to grow as people, God. Please bless us with support and wisdom and kindness towards other people, Lord Jesus. In your precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys, for joining. Till next time. Bye.